This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Carolina with 94 points, 55 of them in the second half. This is the most points scored against Duke this season. And that's going to do it. The final seconds will tick away. And the North Carolina Tar Heels come into Cameron Indoor Stadium. On Mike Krzyzewski's final night coaching in this arena, and they hand the Blue Devils a loss. And boy, is Hubert Davis going to be beaming on the inside about the effort given by his players tonight. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday. The call there at the end of the game Saturday night. In uh, Durham, North Carolina, Duke goes down to Carolina. Dan Schulman on the call. Yeah, Hubert Davis was feeling good. Coach K was not, and it was an awkward scene. Let's have Aaron <laughs> Hawksworth take us off the board here. It's time for Aaron Hawksworth to take us off the board. Awkward indeed. Coach K had to apologize to fans after Duke's emotional loss to UNC. Take a listen. This isn't part of the program. This is impromptu by me. I'm sorry about this afternoon. That, no, please, no, please, everyone be quiet. Let me just say, it's unacceptable. Today was unacceptable, but the season has been very acceptable. And, And I'll tell you, the season isn't over, all right? Way to get the crowd hyped up after the loss. The season isn't over. I don't know. Shut up. No, no, shut up. Shut up. Don't clap. Shut up. We just lost. I thought I thought it was great. Um, I I guess it they everybody says it was impromptu. I don't know if it was I guess it was, whatever. Uh it was a good walk-off. I'm not a big Coach K fan. I don't like everything that he stands for and how he treats some people, but it, that was a good walk off after they just got pummeled and everybody was there to celebrate. <laughs> uh, did you guys uh, notice that Zion Williamson was not there? Yes. Well, Zion yeah. kind of keeps to himself, right? He doesn't show up with the Pelicans. He doesn't do yeah. anything. Right. Well, yeah, it was the last time you saw Zion. Are we going to oh, see one... him play again? That's crazy. Well, that's, that's a big question. One other thing. Handshake thing again, Uber Davis. Said, yeah, get out of here, dude. That Duke is Duke assistant refused to shake Hubert Davis's hand. Let's just can we just stop this? This is dumb. I don't, I don't want, and I'm, I'm falling for it, but I don't want this to be a story. So the Duke assistant did not shake Hubert Davis's hand. And if you watch the replay, like he's looking back, like, dude, what's right. your problem? Uh, it, it, the reason was, was because 
they didn't honor Coach K at his last game at North Carolina. Hey, get Are over you... it, everybody. Get Dude. over it. God almighty. Just stop the handshakes. Seriously. Oh, no, you're, you're <laughs> so giving dumb. in. You're giving in. Tom Izzo's going to be so mad at you. He hates I know. I know. I'm giving in because I don't want these dumb stories. Yeah, I know. And they are dumb. Um, yeah. There's nothing funnier than a, an apology at a party. Like, it's a place where everyone's supposed to be happy. The fact that Coach K apologized at what was supposed to be a party, I found funny. I just, I found the whole thing funny. It just made me laugh. All, all the hype about this game and then Duke loses. I mean, it's great, right? We I, love it I on mean, this show. College is different, but I wouldn't want the Bears to honor Aaron Rodgers if it was his last hurrah. Like, who, you think people in North Carolina want that? They'd be right. so mad. It's wait, you got to do the the pregame plaque or whatever. It's dumb. It's dumb. You got to bring out Dean Smith. They bow down to Coach K, kiss the ring, kiss my ass. <laughs> hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of the Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog Jada when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh whole food. The farmer's dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I love it. Well, moving on, Kyrie, <laughs> he expects to get booed in Boston for the rest of his career. And he had quite the interesting take on it. Take a listen to this. Well, I know it's going to be like that for the rest of my career coming in here. So, you know, it's like the scoring girlfriend, you know, just wants an explanation on why I left, but still hoping for, you know, a text back. And I'm just like, yeah, it's fun while it lasted, you know, and I think uh, uh, that's the that's the relationship that makes it fun. But, uh, you know, the reality is that I'm just grateful for my time here in Boston. Uh, you know, everybody in the front office, everybody in that locker room treated me well, still have lasting relationships in, in our league, you know, that, that extend um, as a brotherhood for us. And, uh, you know, we, we still remain close. Do you think it's kind of fun to get booed, though? Like, it might be like, yeah, they hate me here. Like, fuel you mm -hmm. a little bit? Well, they, Reggie Jackson had that, that line way back then. They don't boo nobodies, right? Like, they only mm -hmm. boo you if there's a reason to boo you. You're either good or you're scorned. Like, some, there's a reason. Like, you don't like boo he, bad it, players. It's got to be kind of fun or funny, you know? It's like, you're upset we had the breakup. Now you're booing me. Like, I'm going to go out and have a big game now and rub it in your face or something like that. I mean, that's how I would take it. That's how you Although have to spin it. Although, does Kyrie realize they don't miss him in Boston and it wasn't fun <laughs> while it lasted? Like, they had a down year when he was there. They didn't like him. They're fine without him. Like, you know, <laughs> like I was thinking him. that, too. I'm like, don't flatter yourself so much. Like, your ex-girlfriend may not be waiting for a text back either. Mm -mm. <laughs> what, would, would Boston be where they are right now if Kyrie was still on the roster? 
Well, there's a Probably good not. chance that that is not the case because then they, they'd be missing some guys that are currently there. Uh, it, you know what this is? It's just kind of hitting me. Where, where are the old people again? Like it hit me a lot at the Super Bowl with the halftime show, but we're the old people again. I, I think the three of us were genuine when we say that we would want to be booed because that means you're a star, that you're getting to the opposition, mission right. accomplished, but we are in a different generation. And a lot of these players are very sensitive and there's no way in hell we're going to see Ben Simmons play in Philadelphia. Like they, they don't, they don't like being booed. I mean, this is probably part of growing up as soon as you get a phone, as soon as you're online, uh, you're on social media, people want likes on Instagram, on Twitter. They love the interactions. And you, there are some people that are addicted to it when, when they get, one post that gets a lot of interactions, then all of a sudden they rifle off 10 more because feed and me, feed me, feed me, give me more. Based off of it. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I guess you got to call LeBron old though, too, because I just saw him say yesterday that every time he plays a game, he looks in the crowd for a LeBron hater and he that fuels him. So I guess you got to throw him in our age group because well, he is right. Yeah. He, he is. Yeah. I, I think him and He's I are, are very years similar younger. Age. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it's in the way Joe said it. It's true, and it's funny because I brought up Reggie Jackson. Think about how long ago Reggie Jackson played. Right, like he yes. was famous when we were kids, like because he, he was a player before we were born, or you know, he, he's, I guess he still played until we were kids. But like, that's a long time ago, right? People don't think like Reggie Jackson was drafted in the '60s, right? It's, it's 2022. <laughs> it's a long time ago. So yeah, I, I think you're right, but I don't know. I think it'd be cool to be booed. We're old. I love it. I love yeah. it. Like what, but you know, think of when we grew up, especially with the basketball rivals and right. the bad boy Pistons and how much all of these teams were hated through these different eras. And yeah, it was a badge of honor for those players. And they, they don't seem to view it. Remember in the beginning when LeBron was, when people flipped on him, when he went to Miami right. after the decision and people were starting to boo him, he, he didn't love it at the beginning. They wanted to make him the bad guy. And he was like, I don't yeah. want to be the bad guy. Yeah. No. And then he realized, oh, wait, it's good to be the bad guy. Yeah. And he had no control over it. He was going to be the bad guy no matter what he did. Yep. No doubt. Well, Durant is one of those that I think he likes the haters too. And he recently, he's back, but he had a message. Concern and worry, those words, like, it's easy to do that. It's easy to be concerned. It's easy to be worried and pissed off and mad. It's easy to do that. We could point, point fingers and blame our season on other things, but let's just go play. We got another game. We got 17 more and let's see what happens. You know, at the end of them, we just take it a day at a time, man. Day at a time. And I'm confident in this group. Talk is cheap. <sighs> I don't think I'm not a big believer in the nets though. I don't feel good about this situation at all. What's up with your boy, Ben Simmons? Is he coming back? Well, he's, he's got a back injury now. Do you see the latest? Uh, they had it this morning that he's going to be on the bench in Philadelphia on Thursday. He's coming to the game and sitting Wah, there. He doesn't want to get booed. <laughs> that, that, that should be a circus-like atmosphere in that building when he's sitting there. People are behind him screaming at him. Uh, I, we didn't set it up this way, but speaking of guys that can be sensitive on social media, we go right to Kevin Durant right after that Kyrie story. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love his approach. I really do. And, and I think he's genuine. Now, I know a lot of the media doesn't like him, but because he, because I guess, because they don't give the answers that they want. They don't make, uh, he doesn't make their lives easier with some easy storylines. Stories are right. 
he's right about everything he said. Like, whatever. At this talking, it doesn't matter. He doesn't clearly doesn't want to do it, but he does it. But at least he uh, he seems to keep it real. He knows what it's really about. It's about getting to the NBA Finals. It's not about you know all, all this other stuff. It's like mm-hmm. that that that's all that it comes down to. That's all that matters in the end. Are you going to win or not? That's basically. You know what's what fascinating saying. about this yeah. where the Nets are headed right now? There is a real chance that they see the Sixers in the first round. They're not getting out of the play in the Nets, and the Sixers look poised to be one or two. Yeah. So depending on how it plays out, if they get through the play in and they're a seven or the eight, they could match up Brutal. with Philadelphia in the first round. That would be Woo! must which watch si- TV. Which which side is which fan base is more upset about that? I think Sixers fans. Because Brooklyn has a tough road no matter what. Right, right. You're want you're gonna face the one or yeah. two no matter what. Yeah. I mean the idea of being one or two, you hope you get like uh, Hornets, right, or, or you know, a team like you could just knock her out and move on. Yeah, it'd be fascinating. I mean, it would just be wild if if they were playing each other in the first round. I mean, obviously the Sixers have gotten such the better end of the deal right now, but I, that could flip in four games in late April. Well, speaking of getting out of the play-in, Magic Johnson said yesterday that this trade could go down as the worst trade in Lakers history if we don't get out of the play-in. Talking about Russell Westbrook. And I don't think they're going to get out of the play-in. I, it, terrible. Did he say it or did he tweet it? <laughs> I think there is sound. I think there okay. is sound on okay. yeah. No, I'm just asking because a lot most people believe that he doesn't even run his Twitter account because it is yeah. the most sanitized thing I've ever seen in my life. The World <laughs> Series should be great tonight. Can't wait. <laughs> All right, Matthew. That's what Yes. I'm like, yeah, I remember now why the Magic Hour sucked. The Sixers <laughs> look good with James Harden. Wow. <laughs> Again, thank you, Magic Johnson, for the amazing commentary here. Quickly, I want to squeeze this one in. Matt Nagy's $6 million Illinois home is up for sale, and apparently it's a self-indulgent Bears-themed palace. Who's buying it? Joe, let's go in on it together. Not interested. You know what? Request, Request a showing so you can go and walk around Matt Nagy's house. I did do the the slideshow. Yeah. Is it nice? I did, I did. Oh, yeah. It's really <laughs> nice. Just, just way too much bears. <laughs> Joe O, Joe G, and Hawks with BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. NCAA championship caliber team capsules next on the BeckQL Network.